The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for joining me back. For another episode of my story, Living with Lupus, I want to talk about two women that I am so proud of who are living their lives in spite of living with this chronic illness called lupus. The first young lady is author Eltonia Fowler Dugar better known as Naturally Loopy on IG. She has written the Disruption of Perfection Journal, which is available on Amazon. Also author Alethea Dijon, better known as the Loopy Hole Coach. She chronicles her experience of overcoming the odds living with lupus, in a book called The Loopy Hole. She has also written The Loopy Hole Workbook, Planner and Journal to the Healing and Transcending to the Higher You in Every Area of Your Life. Her work is also available on Amazon Kindle. Now, I received um, several emails um, from listeners of my broadcast podcast regarding my experience, asking questions regarding my experience with lupus. Um, There are a lot of misconceptions regarding this illness, and the first email I received was when did I notice or when did or how did I feel before I knew that I had lupus and to answer that and I did a broadcast on this um, initially but to refresh your memory um My symptoms started at the age of four or five. Uh, My mother was combing my hair and seeing that my hair was coming out in clumps. And she had told my father that something was going on with me and my father told her to take me to the doctor. And I remember going to the doctor and he looked at my scalp and my head And he told my mother to, um, he didn't, basically, he didn't know what was going on. And all I remember then was um, that my mother had to wash my hair every day and put a 
ointment in it. She could not put any heat on my hair. And I had to continuously go back to this doctor. And fast forward on, um, my first signs that as an adult that I knew something was going on was about the age of 43. Um, I felt sick all the time, felt like I had the flu all the time. And my weight had dropped so bad that people thought that I was on drugs. And I told a friend of mine, I said, I'm going to the doctor to see what was going on. And as an adult, that's when I, the symptoms started to reoccur. And I did some research myself and before the doctor could tell me what I had, I had already knew that I had lupus. The second email I received stated that my lupus was possibly due to a sexually transmitted disease. That's right. And just to let this listener know, that is a misconception. You cannot catch lupus. And um, lupus is not contagious. It's something that the environment triggers or it is hereditary. And in my case, no, I did not get a sexually transmitted disease, nor have I ever had a sexually transmitted disease. I received this illness from my grandmother, which is my father's mother, who was Native American. I've also talked about that in previous podcasts of how I um, got lupus. So mine was hereditary, but the environment triggers um, lupus flares. But no, it was not sexually transmitted. And um, me and my brother was talking about this and I told him about the email. And my brother stated, you see how the misconceptions of illness can get people to think that, oh, it must be a sexually transmitted disease. And that's how ill-informed some of us are about this chronic illness. And I'm trying to bring you aware of what lupus really is. You can't catch it. We are not contagious. So there you go. The other emails um, were trying to say that it was a, and I don't know why people take it this way, a black or white thing. And that the majority of us with this disease are African Americans. And all I have to say and all I will respond to on this issue is that 
Lupus does not judge by your race. It crosses every socioeconomic level. It's not just a black or white illness. So when I return, I will be discussing further the most common misconceptions about lupus. So stay with me. Introducing District 36, Lux Eyelashes. Their lashes give you the most natural look and feel. District 36 Eyelashes offers an array of individual lashes, mink, and human hair lashes. Their lash tech, Yana, is certified so you can go from barely there to the glam in you. Follow District 36 Eyelashes on IG or visit their store at district36.storeenvy.com or contact Yana the Lash Tech at 404-490-3649 That's District 36 Lux Eyelashes You know, it is necessary to be aware of the common misconceptions about lupus and its key facts to help people understand the chronic condition that you're dealing with better. Misconception number one, lupus is a woman's disease. Although women are 10 to 15 times more likely to get lupus, men can have lupus as well. Both men and women can experience the varying symptoms of the disease. Misconception number two, people with lupus tend to be lazy. People with lupus can experience extreme fatigue and require more rest than those who do not have the disease. Fatigue is a sign that a flare may be occurring. Individuals with lupus may appear lazy because they easily get tired. But the truth is, a number of lupus patients describe their conditions as having flu on a daily basis, which can be debilitating. Misconception number three, exercise is harmful. Mild to moderate exercise may be beneficial to people with lupus since light exercise can help ease joint stiffness and muscle aches. However, and this is where my mind still has not wrapped around the fact, overexertion should be avoided. Um, I tend to overdo it. And I pay the price when I'm exercising of overdoing it. Misconception number four, you can't get pregnant if you have lupus. All 
pregnant women with lupus are considered to have a high-risk pregnancy. However, less than 50% of pregnancies in women who have lupus develop complications. It is important to know that lupus does not lessen a woman's chances of pregnancy. However, the disease can complicate a pregnancy along with a higher risk of miscarriage, preterm birth, and preeclampsia. For this reason, pregnant women with lupus need special care and medical attention. Many women with lupus can conceive and deliver healthy babies with proper prenatal care. Thus, they should not be discouraged from having children. Misconception number five. A sure sign of lupus is the butterfly rash. A classic symptom of lupus is the butterfly rash or malar rash. However, it is not the only sign that could indicate lupus. Many people with lupus may not have even develop a rash. The rash even observed in some people who do not have lupus. The butterfly rash or Malar rash is seen in only 40% of people with lupus. Misconception number six. If no rash occurs, then sun exposure is okay. Sun exposure can internally and externally harm individuals with lupus. Symptoms such as joint pain, fatigue, and organ problems may occur in people with lupus when they are exposed to the sun. Although not all people with lupus have photosensitivity, many have it. For this reason, care should be taken to prevent UV light exposure. Misconception number seven, lupus is contagious. Lupus is not a virus or bacteria that can be transmitted from one person to another by physical contact or by touching skin lesions. However, this autoimmune disease could be passed from the mother to her child, but with a different type of transmission. So, if somebody tells you that you have lupus from a transmitted, sexually transmitted disease, no you don't. Myth number eight, lupus is uncommon. Now, according to the Lupus Foundation of America, around 1.5 million Americans have lupus. Almost 90% of lupus patients are women. Now, misconception number nine, 
young people rarely have lupus. Usually, lupus is diagnosed during childbearing years from 15 to 44 years old. Misconception number 10. A lupus diagnosis is deadly. The symptoms of lupus can be treated and controlled with the help of medications. However, there is no cure for the disease. According to Lupus Research Institute, 25 years ago, only 40% of patients with lupus were known to live for more than three years. However, due to scientific advances in health, many are expected to live a normal lifespan. If it is detected early, the aggressive treatment is given, then it may not cause death. However, severe cases of lupus have been reported to cause kidney or heart failure. This can cause death. Hi, this is Susan. For my story, Living with Lupus, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm backslash start. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor. Dot FM backslash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50, and I am my sister's keeper, Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call at 678 
293-6821. Each one encourage one. Misconception number 11. Lupus can be easily diagnosed. Lupus cannot be easily diagnosed by just doing a simple blood test. Most people might think that by just visiting the doctor once the disease can be diagnosed and confirmed and you're all ready to go, you know what you have, and that's it. That's not how it works though. However, a lupus diagnosis is not that simple since it is a complex disease. The symptoms of lupus tend to overlap with the symptoms of other diseases, which is why this disease is known as the great imitator. Lupus flare-ups are symptoms that can come and go. The symptoms also keep changing with time. A complete set of laboratory tests is needed if the doctor suspects lupus. These tests involve antibody testing, sedimentation rate, kidney and liver functions, and a complete CBC, better known as complete blood count. Lupus is usually treated by a rheumatologist, which is a specialist that deals with systemic autoimmune diseases. The disease may come all of a sudden or gradually develop over a period of time. The condition can be mild, severe, or life-threatening. Sometimes, the disease might go into remission. Misconception number 12. Lupus is genetic. Lupus can result from a combination of a person's genetics and environment. It seems like individuals who have an inherited predisposition for lupus have the potential to develop the disease when they are exposed to something in their environment that can trigger lupus. However, the exact cause of lupus is, in most cases, is still unknown. It is known that Native Americans, Africans, Native Hawaiians, and Asian ethnic groups are more at risk, which suggests a genetic link. There are some environmental factors which can trigger the disease as well. However, these environmental factors are not yet fully understood by researchers. Misconception number 13, chemotherapy is only for cancer. Chemotherapy can be used for the treatment of lupus. Even though it is an autoimmune disease, chemotherapy drugs suppress the immune system by stopping the immune cells from attacking the body's 
own healthy tissues. Misconception number 14. Aspartame is the cause of lupus. And for those of you who don't know what aspartame is, it's an artificial sweetener. According to the Lupus Foundation of America, there is no current evidence of an association with the artificial sweetener aspartame as a cause for lupus. Misconception number 15. Lupus relapses are caused by oral contraceptives and oral replacement therapy. There is no correlation found between oral contraceptives and lupus, according to a study done at John Hopkins University. According to a study in 2002, hormone replacement therapy has no effect on the development of lupus or its flares. Misconception number 16. Lupus only affects the joints. Essentially, every part of the body, skin, organs, and joints can be affected by lupus. However, some might have kidney failure due to kidney inflammation. Symptoms include elevated protein levels in the urine, increased creatinine, levels in the blood, swelling of the feet and lower legs, and high blood pressure. Also, people diagnosed with lupus have increased chances of cardiovascular disease. Misconception number 17. Lupus is an easily understood disease. Now, the majority of people are completely unaware and extremely ignorant about the disease. Some people feel that lupus is contagious, which is not true. Some people feel that only older people can get affected by lupus. Excuse me. Whereas the common age group that is actually affected by the disease is in the range of 15 to 45 years of age, of which 10% are men and generally others are women. The last misconception, which is misconception number 18, There's no need for lupus medications if you don't have any symptoms. Long-term medications are needed for lupus since it is a chronic illness. If the medications are abruptly stopped, it may cause relapses or flares. Even if the symptoms are not there, you still need to take your medication as prescribed. Talk with your doctor and be aware of the consequences 
of not properly taking lupus medications. And with misconception number 18, I was watching a documentary on the drug Viagra, which is covered by insurance companies. And after watching this, I sat back and I got kind of ticked off. I said, they see that it is in their minds, quote unquote, a necessity to have a drug for a man to maintain an erection. But it's not important to find a drug to cure lupus. If you can cure a man's erectile dysfunction, and it's necessary, quote unquote, it's necessary and you cover it by the insurance. But you feel, this is my opinion, that it's not necessary to find a legitimate drug for those of us who are suffering with this chronic illness and have it covered by the insurance. It's just something that I thought about, and like I said, this is my opinion. If you can find a drug for erectile dysfunction, but you can't find a drug for lupus and have it covered by the insurance. I know of so many people who can't even afford to get the medication that they're taking for lupus. And it's just, it, it just phantoms me that a man's erectile dysfunction is more important than an individual who is suffering with a chronic illness. They can't, you can't find a new medication that. I'm just throwing it out there. Tell me what you think. Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7. You can purchase an autographed copy of his motivational book and you can also purchase the ebook version at writepab247.com that's W-R-I-T-E-P-A-T-H 247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at WritePath247. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics planting seeds to grow food, and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org.
Well, they say better late than never. AT&T finally got their problems fixed, and I got it finally uploaded to you guys. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of My Story Living with Lupus. I'll see you this Friday for another episode of My Story Living with Lupus. Have a great day. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having.